This is Friday, and it also means that it is the I Love Real Estate Success Show. Now, this is the I Love Real Estate Success Show, which is what we do about every week, about every Friday, about lunchtime, and we check in with uh, the I Love Real Estate community to have a bit of a chat and explore what some students have been doing and get a little bit of an insight into their journey. Why? Because sharing success is inspirational. It's insightful. You can learn a lot and you can be inspired to get out there and change your own life in certain ways as well. And today we've got another amazing student, Vanessa. Vanessa, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Michael. How are you doing? Doing good, doing good. And I'm a bit excited to find out exactly how we're going to go on this one as well. So let's get let's get straight on into it, shall we? And thanks a lot for uh, taking out the time uh, to, you know, to share your journey as well. So um, should we, we should just kind of get dive on in, hey? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> all right, cool, cool. So uh, first of all, when anyone comes to the I Love Real Estate community, we've all got a little bit of a backstory. We've got a bit of history, but we're all kind of in a different position and we're, and we're arriving for a different reason and for our own, you know, personal things. So can you give us a bit of an idea of, you know, where were you coming from like before? Like what was your life like before you joined I Love Real Estate? Michael, my, my life right at the moment that I joined I Love Real Estate was in a little bit of a state of flux. I had actually just gone through a separation uh, about three months before. I'd been in the uh, property space, my now ex-husband, uh, and I had flipped eight properties together and I did own property. I had five properties as well. But I was losing my kind of business partner slash uh, he was in the building industry and I loved the flip. So I wanted to be able to be in a community that could kind of help me if I had questions and sort of give me the confidence to get going. Mm -hmm. So that's a, that's a bit of a tough way to arrive, isn't it? Because you've, you've you've come in and you've like gone, hey, you know, you've you, you've clearly, you know, you've already been involved with property, you've done deals with your with your you know your your, your previous partner, lost them and the business partner kind of at the same time. That's right. Yeah, yeah, tough one, tough one, hey. Um, so obviously you you knew what you were kind of like, you know, you're you're pretty keen to to get in and get get a bit more support and friendship and so forth in the community. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah awesome. So um, was that was that the decision? Was that like when you made the decision? It was like, oh, I, this is what I want. Was there anything else that you were kind of like going? I've really got to, you know, this is this is what I'm trying to find, or is it? It's, it's funny, Michael. Um, one of the things that resonated with me in the situation I was in, and some people giggle at this, I'm going through a separation. I realise I've got five properties. I am not set up structure-wise that Dipna was talking about on stage at the time, and she was actually presenting in Newcastle at the time, and um, I'm going, oh, my God, I've made every mistake in the book here, and I potentially could lose half my properties. I know financially I'm not. He's going to be a tough cookie to kind of come out equal because he liked to win. So I'm sitting there going, oh, my God, I've done everything wrong. <laughs> so educate me quick and how can I reverse some of these mistakes? Mm -hmm. I, 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 absolutely. And i got to say, um, 
it's one of those similarities that we often get when when you know when you first join up it's like oh no i'm doing everything wrong and dimner always says you know just just hang on hang on there's ways you can where you can go about it to 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 sort yourself out but it's a bit of a so it's a bit of a wake up call hey yeah so i felt like by joining the community i'd have someone on my page and um people to kind of bounce ideas off got it got it and that was uh now you joined back in 2016 didn't you yes i did yeah, awesome, awesome. Okay, cool. So, um, how did things change? Obviously, you're diving in and you're kind of keen. Like, you know, how did things change when you when you you know when you first kind of got in, got involved? Um, there were three things that changed, Michael. First of all, I went to one of the first events. I think it was the super conference, actually, and I made friends there are sitting at the first table who one of those ladies um Kaz Meston is still one of my very very best friends from I think you just went on mute yep um so I I felt the friendship I saw there was a group of Sydney people and they were all really friendly and they were just amazing and I was like wow I want to be part of that I want a friendship circle that that's that's that deep the second thing was I I really threw myself into the education. I was reading the manuals. I got the big books sent to me that don't happen anymore. But I still got the big books. They're actually right there to my right on the shelf. So um, I went through them. I highlighted them. And I found the educate the depth of the education I just loved. I'd been a, a school teacher. I'd done my university, been a school teacher, then ran businesses, and I loved systems I love um organization all that sort of thing so for me it just resonated with me that the whole system of how Dipna taught um the backup um resources were amazing and and so yeah that's probably my third thing that systems and structures and I missed I suppose the friendship and the the depth of the friendship and as the years went on and 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 as I've joined platinum and, and made like probably in my top 10 friends I would say eight of them are now the I Love Real Estate community. And I would mm. speak to I Love Real Estate community people nearly every day. There would hardly be a day go by where I'm not speaking to one of those friends that I've made. You know, um, what you're saying is it, it's so nice to hear because um, the community is something that we just can't put a finger on. It's so supportive. And and like I know that when Dipna, you know, talks about it to people who have no idea, they're like, oh, you know, the community is really supportive. But you have no idea until you get connected and get involved. And uh, and to hear what you've just said, that, you know, the first event you went to, the super conference, and you're still friends with the person that you sat next to, and you've made more friends, you know, uh, within the community as well. So, so awesome. So awesome to hear. So, And, Michael, when I say friends, I don't mean the fair weather, hello, house of weather type friends, but the type of friends that you make within this community. And obviously some people you know, resonate with you and some don't and you'll find your tribe within the community that are, you know, linking to your heart and soul. But these are friends who trouble your highs and trouble your lows and friends that when COVID hit, for me, I lost my business. I shut, my Airbnb shut down. I had zero income and then my son was diagnosed with cancer the same year and it was the I love community that were there. Even though they physically couldn't be there, they were on the phone. They were like, how are you going to say, how's it going? How's it going? How's this operation? Is he going to come through? You know, he was diagnosed with stage four cancer and we didn't know at that stage what was going to come. 
and you know, and that your community, me community, our community was everything for me. Sorry, I'm getting here. I get that. I'm, I'm I'm feeling that coming through. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, that's tough. That's tough. But I. Uh, yeah. Right. There's certainly. Um, you know, you can see the little logo up there. There's a lot of love in the I love real estate community. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so nice to hear. So nice to hear. Um, all right. So um, now. I'm just going to get wiped away. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Totally, totally cool. Totally cool. Um, so a um, bit of a bit of a um, bit of a really supportive community to get, get involved with. And it seems like it was a perfect time. Hey. Yeah, Perfect yeah, absolutely. Yeah, awesome. So when you get into the training, what, what was the kind of training that you really got uh, kind of into? Like what was, what was, because everyone finds a little bit of a different, you know, when new students come in, they're like, oh, you know, there's so much there. There's the structures, it's a community, there's the training, it's, or it's a strategy and, or it's just, you know, reference to the, you know, uh, to the professionals or, or whatever. What was it for you when you first, you know, what's, what's the impact for you within the community? Um, for me, because I had experience in property, but I knew what I wanted to do. I wanted to subdivide one of my properties. And, um, so for me, it was working around my financial situation. I had, I had not, I had my own money, but I also was being scrutinized on income and my ex was gonna basically make my divorce drag out 10 years, 20 years if you, and claim on anything I did. So I had to do a workaround to actually be able to do deals. So when I did Platinum, my coach helped me work out, okay, so we we set everything up for my subdivision. So the moment I was financially separated, I could just smash, smash that one out. But he also said, look, we can work around this. You can, you can um, do a JV deal where you're not on it, but you've got an agreement that you will be paid a consultancy fee or whatever, and that way um, you can still do the deal. You're not on the paperwork. You can't claim the property or have any claim on that property or make it confusing. And, like, just having people to, like, help me do work around. So I still I did a subdivision before I was financially separated. It was a great deal. There was 280000 profit in it. I made a mistake there, but that's okay. I didn't get as much as I should have out of the deal, but, you know, learning was there. Um, but it was a really good deal. And I was able to do that before I financially set, settled. Um, and so just I just put my head down and learnt absolutely everything. So I learnt, there wasn't what, like, yes, I learnt subdivision. Subdivision was really important to me at the time. I also soaked in anything about Airbnb because I, I had been running one for um, oh, 11 years, like, oh, 11 years now. So obviously I just wanted to hone that and that's why that that property is now grossing 320000 What I learned along the way with it uh, with you guys, um, I just honed it and honed it and honed it. And I, was still honing, I still know there's more money in that property per year. Wow, wow, wow. And, and so that, so 2020, I lost all the income and actually even rented my property and that cost me 35000 a year. So then I went back to Airbnb, honed it, and that's my everyday income. That's what I live on and my deals now, so I'm full-time property, my deals are the lumps along the way. 
Wow. 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 So it, it, can I, can, can I just kind of check? So you're, when you came in, obviously you're used to kind of working in a partnership and yeah. when you joined platinum, is that kind of like a different partnership that kind of got you through and setting yourself up so that when the money came through, everything just rolled super fast. That's right. Yeah. That's awesome. Right. Awesome. Yeah. 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 So although, you know, initially when I first started, I thought, I've done it at the wrong time. I, uh, I, I can't do these deals. And then my coach said, hang on, mindset change. We're, how can we make the most out of platinum? And it was like, okay, I don't have the finances, but educate myself to the depth of the education, build the friendships and the connections to the best of my ability. And it, it did. It really did kick me along the way a whole heap and, and made me as confident as I am in, in property now. Mm-hmm. That's that's the deal, isn't it? Hold you accountable, get you confidence and and, and awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you've jumped ahead and you, you, you've really kind of given us a whole insight into a whole lot of things that you've done as well. I want to probably just have a little bit of a, a little bit of a closer look at some of those, if that's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, awesome, awesome. So, um, do you want to tell us about some of the deals? Like what's what's the first deal that you've you've done that you did obviously when 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 we joined the community? So the first deal that I did was a JV, a boundary realignment. Uh, so I'd had an existing house and we just we didn't do a big renovation on that. We just did a bit of a tidy up on that. Um, and that was actually sold pending boundary realignment and the people moved in under license and were paying rent. Um, so that sat there and it was giving us a, an, an income as, as the boundary realignment went through. We, that deal from the time I found it and we start, we settled to the time the boundary realignment was completed it was only a four month deal. Wow. Um, and we sold the land, we sold it as land because in the FISO it was better value to sell the land than ho- the holding cost to build. Yep. Um, but yeah, that was a, it was a tricky one because the boundary realignment was not a simple boundary realignment. We actually had to um, kind of circle the boundary around the house to get the right square meterage. So I, had, I actually had to find someone who had done left field boundary alignments that weren't straight mm-hmm. um, and had connections with council so we actually had an angle then a, along the edge of the house and then another angle like a, in an almost a circle a half circle to get the square meterage on the corner block and he got it to a course yeah 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 wow wow and that, and, was that- learnt, and that was learnt from you guys that look up DAs that are already online and accepted and I looked at all the different town planners and I found Andrew who had done all these curly ones <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the training comes back to the training to yeah to help you out awesome now that was so that was a that was the first deal JV yep. obviously as well yep fantastic um what's what's another one what's another one because you've done you've, you've done a subdivision haven't you Yep, so then the subdivision was the one that I had done in 2017-18 with my coach and had it already, so I had all the reports. So November 21, when my seal, you know, that seal hit the piece of paper, then I 
then I did that. But I brought on a JV to help me pay for the um, construction of all the fences and the road and everything. And that was just as a, it was really a loan agreement because they were just paying a certain percentage interest. Um, and that one went through really quickly in four months. So wow, paid them back wow. money and they're back into more of my deals. So they've come yeah. back again. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, great, great. Um, and do you, do you have kind of numbers and figures on, on, on these? I do. Um, something relatively close. Okay, so the first, <laughs> as I said, the first one was was two hundred and eighty seven thousand profit on that deal. That was an amazing deal, um, and that's profit that we split. On yep. the, first deal. the second deal, I had owned the property for a long, long time, and so after Queensland, as you know, subdivisions are more expensive. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and so at the end of that deal, after paying back the interest to the loan, JV, the loan partner, um, I ended up with an extra 50000 Now, I bought that property back in 2003. So I'd had the property a long time and I'd bought it for 148000 mm-hmm. And um, so, so basically I got 50000 out of subdividing the land. And I'm currently looking at selling. I've kept the house. I'm currently looking at selling the house right now. Um, and they're telling me that it will go to market if I put in a carport, which I'm thinking may cost me around 12000 because I've got my JV builder from another deal willing to come over and help me. Um, it, they're looking about, we're looking at about 440000 to sell that. that. So, yeah, so if you put four forty four ninety and I bought for one, let's say one fifty. Nice. So it's not in an area that grows heaps, and that's why I'm thinking of moving that on after listening to Dittner on Mastermind Momentum Mastermind. I'm like, play that property. I need to action this week. Thank you, Dittner. <laughs> so I'm hoping to do. Um, an equity like the shift to another property find another property and just move that whole loan and the money to another one that's what I'm juggling right now (laughs) yeah 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 and I've got to say I I, I love what you've just mentioned Vanessa because you kind of like you've got a situation you've got a deal it's been sitting there and yet you've come along again you come back you're sticking with the training you're coming back coming into momentum and then of course Dipna mentions boom this is this it triggers in you and go oh yeah I've got to address this address that which is it's just that's what I love to hear is it's like you know you're staying in tune with and staying up to date with the training and it's just it's it's a you know a little piece and that little piece is exactly relevant to 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 your you and your situation yeah and then of course i've got the airbnbs um i manage a couple i'm Mm -hmm. looking to pick up i'm looking to pick up a couple more two or three more that are the same as my one like the high-end lifestyle properties this year so I'm hoping to manage a few more so if there's anyone out there that wants a high-end property managed (laughs) that's where I that's probably my forte I think at the moment building that income so that's your space yeah yeah awesome now you because you've set up quite a few Airbnb rooms haven't you I set up 120 Airbnb rooms in central Sydney They they were almost boutique hotels but that was for a platinum student student um 
Um, all, well, not all of them, but a lot of them work for Platinum students. And then I've set up 18 houses. So, wow. But I've got the systems in place for that now, Michael. You've got, you've, you've, yeah, yeah, you've, you've, <laughs> is this kind of like a cookie cutter? Sounds like a cookie cutter to you. Yeah, yeah that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome, awesome. And then now you've got your own um, high-end Airbnb, haven't you? Can you tell us a little bit about that one? So that was a six that that one's a six bedroom, three lounge room, three and a half bathroom, twelve and a half meter pool, ten seat spa outside spa in the main bedroom house, and it's around it's it's an hour from Hornsby, so North Sydney, um, and my most of my clients are out of Sydney. Yep. And uh, it's set rural, so you don't have noise complaints from neighbours. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've also targeted the Muslim community because it's so private, they can jump in the pool without their headscarf and that sort of thing. So I have a beautiful returning group of Muslim guests that love my property as well. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of a bit of a niche. Um, and, yeah, so I, look, the whole aim this year for me is to actually get more weekday bookings, get some seminars, like, there's wellness seminars at it because it's out in private. So that's mm. people that want to run seminars can do it. It's got beautiful outdoor spaces in the bush, fire pit, table tennis table, pool table, bush setting, wombats, deer in the backyard, kangaroos, <laughs> and snakes. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Australia, isn't it? You got you got the lot. You got the lot. You probably got the cockatoos and, and kookaburras and all that coming up coming down as well. That's right. So, um, yeah, and a diamond python. Uh-huh, <laughs> okay. The deck every now and again. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Very good, yeah. very good. But I can... from there, Michael, other deals I'm involved in my self-managed super fund, so this is where I have to thank you for again. Um, my self-managed super fund is in two duplex builds, and also we've got an eight-unit Um. In Victoria, they call it a subdivision. In New South Wales, they would know it as a strata development. Mm-hmm. And we're, built, we're boundary realigning, building four units and subdividing slash stratering the existing and renovating. So that and renovating. That's yeah. just gone to DA. Now, you've mentioned a few things there, and I want to just clarify a, few, a, a point. Now, Dipna mentions about stacking strategies. <laughs> And now you've just, you, what you have just done. And for those of you listening, if you don't know, this is what Dimna teaches you. You get, you get a strategy, but then you stack it. And obviously each strategy, each strategy will provide a bit of profit. And then the more strategies you can stack, you can stack onto the one deal, obviously the more profit. So with that, Vanessa, do you want to give us a little bit of an idea? Because it looks like you've nailed this stacking strategies um, kind of system that Dimna talks about. I don't know if it's a system yet, Michael, but <laughs> crazily stacked. So it kind of is a combination of all the knowledge I've had. So subdivision. It's, uh, let's start, actually, what it's starting. It's got a boundary realignment, which is my first deal. Okay? So my JV partner owns the block behind it. So we're taking half this block from the back and accessing it through the units. Um they were adding four more units to that back block. Um, we're subdividing slash strata. I haven't really done strata, but subdivision down there, the original units, and we're renovating them, which I've done the eight renos with my ex-partner. 
So that, and then um, on top of that, again, we're even looking at maybe the first unit in the unit one and five, there's two buildings that run parallel and the first units to the road, maybe Airbnb in those two. So that's called stack on stack on stack. So we've got boundary alignment, we've got a build, we've got a subdivision slash strata, and reno? a reno, and then we've got Airbnb. Awesome, awesome. And, and they're it, all, and six of them are rented at the moment. We've just got two of them that we've, uh, they're t- not renewed to Tennessee because in March we're renovating those two. Awesome, awesome. And each of those strategies brings it in its own chunk of profit. That's correct. Awesome, That's awesome. Correct. Or cash flow, depending on the, yeah, on the strategy. Yeah, yeah, love it. Yeah. Well, they're, they're rental on the um, units as is, is cash flow positive now for what we bought it for. So we were able to purchase and all the rents were way undervalued. One of the units was rented at $170 a week. So it's gone up to, I think, $230, 240 Wow. Wow. Awesome. We didn't even know about it. Okay, yeah, just bring it, bring it up to market, bring it up to market, which is, once again, this is, this is a training. This is, this is a training. This is a strategy. This is the info. Yeah, yeah, fantastic, fantastic. Um, now, I want to kind of like um, have a bit of a look because you, you, when you came into the community, you're clearly, you got a lot of skill, you got a lot of, um, you know, uh, understanding and experience with property already. And I think probably people are saying, oh, you know, that's that's very easy for you. But I'm sure you've probably run into a few problems and 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 how you deal with them. And I always want to know, you know, when students come in and and you know, when we're talking to what you've gone through as well, you will have a process about how you deal with issues and problems as they come up. And I, and I'd love you if you could share something that you've gone through that's like oh, difficulty. How do I get myself through this? And then explain you know how how did you approach that how did you overcome it okay. have you got you, have you got one of those in I'm mind <laughs> or have you got too many the first one is a really really good one is my very first deal was a jv not with someone in the community and to make, and this is a really big learning for me and hopefully everyone else out there, I did the fee zone. I knew it was a good deal. The numbers stacked up for me, but she was putting all of the money in. I think the, it was 670000 including including strategy costs, and she wanted, out of the deal, hundred k. She didn't... Um, she didn't care time frame. It was 100K. Anyway, I moved my percentage from 50-50 down to 22, 50% down to 22% to, to on the fees I give her 100 and I was only getting 25,000 or something, whatever it was. Big mistake. Did not add in there. Should this deal go way over 100K? I go back to my 50-50, you still get your 100K, but I get the 50-50. Didn't, didn't see that, didn't think about that. The deal made 287000 
she got 200 something thousand and I got 57,000. Oh. I found the deal. I did all the work on the deal. She lived in South Australia. I scrubbed the house. I did the gardens, everything for my 57 and she got 200 plus out of it. So massive learning lesson. <laughs> Be very careful with what you promise other people and put that contingency that if the deal does really well, you're getting your fair share back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> tough, tough lesson actually on Facebook. There's a couple of, oh, wow, and little caring little emojis <laughs> coming up for you. First. <laughs> it happens, you know. But, yeah. Oh, I didn't see that, but hey, yep. will I do it again? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the second learning from that deal was communication, communication, communication. Um, I was the working party. I was the one finding all the consultants. But when we had an issue, for example, we hit rock when we were doing the plumbing line. And I had the guys on site, had a great relationship with them. And they rang me and said, Hit Rock had to let her know that there was going to be an extra cost. She rang me from my back and told them to stop work until they did a full quote. And he goes, I've already given you a quote. Um, we can't quote on rock. It's going to be what it's going to be. No, I want a full quote. And he rang me and said, I either keep going or I pull my machines off site and I won't be back for two months. So you two work out, work out your what's going on. Um, you've got 15 minutes or I load the truck, load the backhoe in the thing and I'm gone. And I had to ring her and say, this is what will happen and, we'll, and it will cost you a lot more. Um, and she did that several times through the deal. So you really have to have whose role is whose role and not have somebody coming behind you if you're the working party and causing problems because she caused quite a few problems during the deal um that with my um you know my trades and mm. lucky i had a really strong relationship with them all and they kind of let it go but if i didn't have that relationship i would have had some guys walking outside and then of course everything blows out at that point that's right, that's right. so Wow. Okay. The, no. JV agreement, not only an agreement that seems okay with the money, but those roles and they need to be in concrete. Who's doing what and who, and what you're not doing or what each of you are not doing. Yeah. And, uh, and it probably helps having someone within the community. Oh, absolutely. I don't, I haven't done any without people. Oh, actually, no, I can't say that. I have, I have one deal that someone's only given me, but it's fantastic. Yeah, but you've learnt your lesson. Yeah, um, and that would have been a, a pretty, um, a pretty direct and intense phone call with that fifteen-minute window. Uh huh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yes, it was, and I and I'm making the call. I had to walk away because he was. It was pouring with rain. They were trying to beat the rain to actually get through without their machines getting bogged. And they were being told to hold and they were beside themselves because if they got their machine bogged, it was gonna shoot, he was gonna charge the hurt because he's uh, like, oh, up. And we had like torrential rain. And that's why when I finally got them on something they could get on the land, I'm like, oh, don't stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Wow, okay. 
Um, far out. Okay. Some pretty, some pretty full on lessons. Yep. Is, is, is that it? Or have you got any others or are you? Um, do you actually, no, you know what? Cause you, um, can you probably elaborate a little bit more because you, you couldn't get started straight away when you first joined the community. And there was a delay factor. And, and, and you know, when you were talking about that, I, I, can you elaborate a little bit more on this? Because I think this is actually a really important point. And that is that you didn't have the dollars coming in, you know, because you were waiting for the separation to come through and, and, and so forth. So you had to then go, well, what am I going to do? And your choice was to join Platinum and get trained up. Do you want to elaborate on that? Because that's... Um, when we, when we within the community, we always kind of run into things and it goes, oh, there's a problem here, there's this here, and you feel like you're stuck or you feel like you're stopped and you can't move forward. And this is a classic example, I think, Vanessa, this is a perfect example where, you know, you've kind of know the money's there, but you can't access it and you really want to move forward, but you were stuck. But what did you do? You kind of, I, I, I love how you responded to this. Yeah. So for me, I... I, I, I had money coming because I was running a business. Uh, but if I was doing any deals that were going to make a big chunk of money, my ex was going to claim half of it. So that's where um, I was held up with big, bigger deals. Uh, so what I did was, and I hear it in the community all the time, I don't have money, I'm not in a situation, uh, I'm in a divorce, all those excuses like to to kind of take no action but there's lots of other actions you can do to get yourself to the stage that the moment you have the money have worked out a way around getting money um have got yourself in a in a new situation or your kids are off your hands or whatever all those excuses are to do nothing um once one of those change you can you're actually in a position that is the perfect position to run, not snail, you know, not turtle it along now. So my goal was the moment I had my financial settlement, I was going to have that subdivision lodged and in and done. So I educated, I went to every boot camp that I could go to. I went to, I was online for every online course. And I'm, look, I joined in 2016. I'm still going to this boot camp coming up I still listen to mastermind momentum people kind of I see people in the community going oh I've done that I've listened to it. I'm not going to get anything out of that every time Dickman speaks or any other person that Dickman puts on stage speaks I learn something and I've been in it what this is my ninth year so I challenge anyone that says I don't have to go to boot camp I've heard it all before to say, no, you will either learn something, you'll make a connection, or it'll give you the energy and, and zest and excitement to move another step. So, you know, rather than doing it. So that was my attitude. Everything I could get my hands on, everything I could go to, I was going to educate myself to the, to the extent that the moment that, and I had to wait, I had to wait. You know, people go, oh, I'm held up for a year. I had to wait till 26 years, six years for my property settlement. Wow. So it wasn't a short time and, and people couldn't give up in that amount of time. But that six years wait meant that I'm sitting here looking at, and I actually didn't count them up, but what is it? One, two, three, four, five, 
six, seven, eight deals on my board up there, not including my Airbnb. So suddenly, like we're 2023, I got my um, November 21, so 22, you know, it's not that long ago. I went from hardly able to do a deal to suddenly there's eight deals on the table and I'm looking at more. Wow. So you can set yourself up. You know, you, you can find alliances within the community. You can educate yourself. You can learn even the stuff you hate, like sitting in the trust one, you know. I'm kind of going, but I needed it. I needed to know it. But, you know, I had to listen to it about 20 times to actually go, I think I've got my head fully around this one. And, like, as much as you might get bored with that, or bored with the finance one or whatever, because it's hard for you, I challenge anyone, sit through it, learn it, force yourself, find something about it, eat lollies every 15 minutes, something, because you'll learn something. And that's how I got myself through six years of feeling like I felt like I was a racehorse with somebody on my back yanking at the bridle to stop me. And it was frustrating. Mm. but I tell you what my horse was really lean by the time I was ready to go man <laughs> I was out that gate that out the gate yeah yeah <laughs> just in the last couple of years eight deals hey awesome on the go fantastic yeah. fantastic um hey uh great great so great to hear and then such such a, a fantastic kind of viewpoint that you've got to be able to utilize your time to make sure that you could you could you can yeah you're you're off and running Awesome. Awesome to hear. And then challenges through that, Michael, because it was 2020, the COVID, no business, no income. I had no income in 2020. I actually went backwards $35,000 from a tenant and wow. my son with cancer. So 2020, you know, in the middle of all that, I love real estate with my, my, my godsend. It's, uh, it's got a pretty supportive nature about it, hasn't it, the community? Sure does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Um, Vanessa, how how do you approach um, uh, JVs? Because you've you've done a few, and and now with your experience, do you have a a way that you know? And I just want to say, uh, Meggie was saying, I feel you, Vanessa, with tears. <laughs> That's on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Um, how do I approach JVs? Look, I use Jitner's resources. I use the forum. And, and put up but I also um it's about connections as well people have got to trust you they've got to trust you've got to build on a value system um you know I want if I want the best for my JV partners and I, and I will like wake at night worried about a deal and it's not a good thing and I'm trying to train myself out of that because I want everyone to succeed together you know um and so it's about seeing it as a team, having everyone grow so that they can go on to do their next deal. You can go on to do your next deal. Hopefully they have enough trust in me that they'll go on and do another deal with me, which I think, you know, incredibly honoured to have three JV partners, you know, roll over into other deals with me because we've on really well together but it's about connections and that's why I say you know going to boot camps going to fight them going to um your super conference all of that 
it's meeting people and they they see your heart they will resonate with you or not resonate with you they'll come then they come to you and and, and say hey if you don't need deal can we talk about can we JV together you know in with your experience so I you know I've got to the situation now where people come to me and say hey I want to do a subdivision deal I want to learn the process whatever can can we do a deal um but that wouldn't happen if you didn't go to the meetings if you weren't present you've got to be present you've got to be involved in the community mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely and um there's something very particular that you've been doing just recently. We want to expand on that just in a minute, which is all about uh, getting involved in the community. And I tell you, I've been blown away by it. And, I'm, uh, and we, want to, we want to explore that a little bit more, maybe just in, in a question or two, yeah? Yeah. You yeah. know exactly what I'm talking about, don't you? <laughs> yes. <sir. laughs> I, um, so um, uh, how is your life different now to when you started? Um. I have two friends and I love the community and that probably leads into what you're <laughs> very few miles. You, when you've been involved in something and you believe in it, you get to the stage where you want to give back and you want to see other people through that journey um, and you want to give something that you've learnt on. Mm. And so for me, it's it's come in the form of being involved in the Hunter I Love Real Estate group and the lovely Gabby who has run it for five years is leaving town and I asked her what she was going to do with it and um, said, look, I'd be happy to run it. And she said, awesome, take it over. (laughs) Um, She didn't want to see it die. Um, And so, yeah, it's just, just taken over this year organizing and um and and yeah i i'm it's in its infancy michael <laughs> okay but now look for, for those of you who who not too sure we do have um uh, i love real estate community meetup groups all around australia if you haven't connected up to a local one near to where you live please do so you can do from the members only website um, and there should be a lot of students in your local area or if not you can at least connect with those ones that are close to you which is really, it's super helpful to have have people who who they know the area, they've got contacts in the area and so forth. And when you meet up, it's a, it's a fantastic thing to do. Now, Vanessa, you're talking about the one in the Hunter, which is a Newcastle area. Um, and you just had an event. And i got to say, I was like, you had how many people along? How many? How many did you get along? I mean, like, you know, it, it was it, it it seemed like just a, a fantastic kind of one one event. And you you held it also at your Airbnb, didn't you? Can you tell us a bit about you know how you did it and, and, and how it rolled? <laughs> so yes. So the first time I did, I thought let's go with my feet straight so that it makes it a little bit easier. Um, and that's obviously short-term rental. So I decided to run it at my short-term rental um, so that people could see and operate in short-term rental and um, it maybe fall into place a little bit more. And so my background is that I actually have spoken uh, internationally for running photography businesses. So I suppose to a degree, (sighs) talking on stage, not that that was a stage, I don't say, but you know, 
talking and organising stuff like that isn't a threat for me. Um, and I've also run events. So I've run a very big bridal fair in Newcastle for nine years. Um, so that background helped me probably market um, the Hunter I Love Real Estate meeting. My job, I was still learning Facebook and I did double, you know, some of them got, some of the, mem the members probably got spammed a little bit about the event, but maybe spamming, you know, sometimes we need eight, slaps in the face before we act they probably got their eight slaps in the face and some more so you know um so I did market it only on Facebook um multiple times and Michael we did end up with 54 people at the event Ooh, 54 54 and then and this is in this is in, in Newcastle area and it's just awesome to see awesome to see yeah. so um uh no no I just because it, it's just you know, when you come along to the events and you're talking about engagement, you're talking about interaction, so much more happens when you're actually in the presence with others in the community. Um, Zoom has been fantastic. It's been awesome to be able to, you know, to to, to cater for, you know, um, those if you can't make it for whatever reason, but getting in the same space, catching up so much better. So uh, well done. That's just, yeah, awesome to see. So some of the feedback, Michael, from that night, because I actually did post on the ultimate um, Facebook. You know, some people said, oh, why can't you just Zoom the meeting for the hunter? And as much as that sounds a great idea, it, it also can make people a little bit lazy and go, well, I won't turn up. I'll just listen to it on Zoom and do six other things at once. Whereas it, by not Zooming it, we, the hunter took change and people loved it. Like we had an hour of, and mingling and networking and we had people that had only joined two weeks ago through to people members that have been members since I don't know 2010 11 12 whatever it was but and we we did it the format that I ran we had four people on a panel up the front that um all had opened Airbnbs within the last two years and they each had questions that I had given them previously and, and I asked some questions and they answered those questions about specific aspects of their, their short-term rental, really. And then we had 20 minutes of the audience asking questions so they could ask their questions. Then I did a presentation on my Airbnb. And again, we had 20 minutes of questions from the audience. So it was very interactive. It was incredibly informative um, for those people wanting to know more about short-term rental um, and then after the event, people hung around. Some people hung around for another hour, just one-on-one. -on -one. Had name tags on everyone. So we had the panel speakers were labelled um, uh, Ruth uh, O'Brien from Wisdom. Mm -hmm. yep. She's also been Airbnb, so she was on the, on the panel. So she had a, you know, she has a Wisdom tag as well. So they, people could talk to her from a Wisdom point of view or an Airbnb point of view. And... Um, yeah, the feedback has been really, really good, which is, yeah. you know, very heartwarming for me. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, well done. Well done. It's so nice to see. And um, and if, you, if you're in a situation or a location, you're thinking, hey, I want to do that as well, um, reach out. Let me know um, because I know that we've just set up another one um, in northern Victoria um, because um, I think we had, I interviewed Luke a couple of weeks ago and he was like, oh, we've got so many people in the local area want to set up a local group. And so we're, we're doing that as well. So if anyone's kind of listening in and thinking, Hey, we really want to kind of connect with your group meet up because there's a lot of, a lot of groups that are already operating now. Great way to connect. And Vanessa's done an awesome job of what she did with, um, uh, with the Hunter the other day. And clearly 
it's in its beginning stages. So I'm going to go, how many people are you going to have on in a couple of months? Um, so yeah, which is just, it's a, it's a great way to connect, learn, educate, get support, all of those, um, you know, uh, types of things as well. So Mark, we already have 25 people who have registered for March, uh, for March 21's meeting. So that's pretty exciting already. Awesome. Yep. Yep. Uh, I love it. I love the organization. And clearly you're using your skills from your, you know, um, from your experience with the, you know, operating from the bridal pair and, the, and photography and so forth. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, Vanessa, if you had, and chances are you probably did have at the last one, a brand new student come up to you and say, you know, I just joined. What advice would you give me? Where should I start? What should I do? What advice would you give to a, just a brand new student, just arrived? What, what would you say? I would say they need to do the peg in the sand straight away, go through that, give themselves me time every morning to sit there and work through that and work out where they're at, what they want, what their values are and all that sort of thing. And then once they've done that and they've got themselves a really good concept of where they're at, they need to work out where they're at financially. They need to do that strategy review. Up. And it blows me away how many members join and never actually take advantage of it. Um, they need to work out where they're at financially, get themselves ready, get themselves ready to step, even if they have to wait six years. <laughs> get ready <laughs> and so and then from there I would say they need to book into every single event and be present at it be at it be there be focused be yeah attentive um just be at it and and connect with people don't be scared to say hello to anyone um don't be scared to go up to people no one's above anyone you know, I love to meet someone who's been in the community one week, you know. So, yeah, that sort of peg in the sand, financially ready, attend every event. Do not miss an event if you can afford to. And if you can't go there, be on Zoom. That's a second pro. You know, that's, that's to me is a much lower option than attending. But if you can't attend, Zoom in. Yeah, awesome, awesome. And it's interesting, Vanessa, that you've just mentioned the things that line up with the get started now steps. You do your peg in the sand, and then you do your finance strategy review with mm. uh, with wisdom, and then you get into the training. So it's just it's 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 it's, yeah. it's mirrored that perfectly. Now there is one other thing I wanted to ask, and this is because there was a question or a statement that came up, and this is from Doug on Facebook, and Doug said. Great vision board, Vanessa. Well done. <laughs> so do, now th this is an extension of um, doing the peg in the sand and so forth. Do you want to tell us a little bit about, you know, what, you know, vision boards and, and, and clearly it's important to you? Yeah. Um, yeah. And look. <laughs> I love, yeah, we can see that. I love logo yeah, there. Please. And then actually, yeah, Robin. Ah, uh, is in here. Let me tell you, <laughs> she is here. I've just got to find her. But anyway, there she is. There's <laughs> Um, yeah. So for me, my vision board is um 
it's just easy. It's a visualization of where I want to be, what I'm doing, what I'm aspiring to. And um, yeah, it's yeah, it's just it's it's I think really important. I think it's a really good exercise to do. And in actual fact, I'm contemplating for the Hunter Group doing a day at Martinsville at my Airbnb where I tell everyone to bring bits and pieces and we actually make vision boards because I think some people just don't get to make their vision boards because they don't make the time. Mm. So um, I think it's really important to sit down and that it comes out of the peg in the sand. So you do the peg in the sand and then just finding those items that are important to you and and putting them on a vision board. Um, just everyone walking in this room, that's what I see it. I see. And I actually put it down for this so that people could see it because I think it's really important. Under there, and I'm going to put it up, I have my life in weeks. And every week uh-huh. I do off a little dot. And you can actually order them. And that's a bit scary. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's why it's behind your vision board. You had... Oh no, my vision board will probably sit up there. Aha, uh-huh. okay, yeah. I yep. just thought that the vision board probably a little bit nicer to see than black dots. <laughs> but yeah, so um, and that links up with Ditna and Momentum Mastermind, and they did a section actually. Narelle did a section on the number of days you've got left. Tell you what, when you've got one of those, you've got color and dot every. <laughs> Every week, you gotta go. I gotta make this count. Couldn't make this week count. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it keeps you breathing. (laughs) (laughs) It does. (laughs) Uh, Awesome, awesome. Um, Hey, Vanessa, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty happy. Is there anything else you wanted to say? Because I've just, I've really loved having this, uh, this, this catch up chat and insight and info and so forth. Um, the one thing I'm not too sure if we mentioned, but, but you, um, your Airbnb that you've got, um, how did that stack up dollars wise? I'm not too sure if we covered that, but I thought it, it's because, because that. You mean how does it stack up dollars? I said, of course, it's 320 annually and it brings in. 160 to me as an income after costs so you're in a position where you don't really need to work anymore i i didn't as of um 2020 yep um, 2020 i burnt the burnt the boats michael because i had no income for my business so i just shut it down my airbnb actually didn't have any income because i rented it because of my son with cancer i thought I'd, i'll rent it because i'll simplify my life that was a pretty non not a good decision but hey you know I was obviously meant to learn something and that was it was better as an Airbnb or a short-term rental um and um sorry what was I saying with that um yeah so 2020 I burnt all the bridges and just went I'm doing property and I have to make it work Uh and you have and that's exactly what you've done yeah Yep. Uh, and, wow. uh, and I love it. My my only um, comment to those people that are aspiring to do full-time property is at times it can be lonely. And that is where the community, I think, is important. And it is part of the reason that I've gotten involved in organising the Hunter because to build stronger connections where 
there's people locally that, hey, we're working on a deal, but do you want to get together? So for the Momentum Day, I invited people to my house and we watched it together and we had five of us watching it together just so it felt, you know, like at a community and, mm, and mm. when you're working alone in your office all of the time, um, it's kind of, it's really nice to have that community. Um, and the other thing I would say to people is if they're organising a group and want a hand or want any ideas, I'm really happy to share that with any of the, like, group meetup mm-hmm. organisers and stuff because I think as a group of organisers, we can make it a lot easier for each other too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Cool, cool, cool. Hey. Do you want to, I can just really quickly flick this around too, Michael. This might help some people. I think, or can I do it? I don't know if I can. I was trying to um, see if I can turn my camera around, but I may be on Zoom. I can't. Not too sure. No, I think it only comes I'm through on one screen. Boards of all my deals up on the wall, but everyone's seeing that anyway. Yeah. But, yeah. So I have boards with my quarterly KFAs, key focus areas and all my goals and then all my deals and where they're up to. So I'm a very visual person. Other people are not and can just have it on the computer. But in a way, I have to have it in my face. Visual and organised. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Vanessa, thank you so much. Thank you so much for, for for sharing, for taking out the time to to you know to share you know your your life and your journey and what you've done and um and and just you know well done well done on on kind of on getting through you know and getting to a point where you are now and now like giving back as well like yeah great to see it's great to see um and I think that that's you know it's one of those things that we really love about the community is that you know you get up to a point where yeah you know what you're now you're giving back as well this is something that Dimna talks about all the time it's the ripple in the pond effect you know you can drop a pebble in the ripples go out where they go and how they go from there who knows what's going to happen as a consequence so um so it's so nice to see so um yeah, yeah awesome a little comment about Dimna what touched my soul the most about Dipna was her authenticity. Um, you know, after COVID and I came back to the first boot camp and she just looked at me, hi, welcome, Vanessa. Great to see you back here. And and that, yeah, big hug. And I I just love her authenticity. I love her um connection to the heart of the people in her group. She, you know, it's not about her. Nothing that she does from stage does she focus on herself. Um, you know, she's not up there trying to be the guru that look at me, look at me. She always is look at you. Mm-hmm. You are the community. And that that to me is really, really special. She's not trying to be a Jesus Christ, uh, you know, the, the the bow down to me type person. She's trying to, she's trying to give to this community every single time she's on stage. Mm, mm, absolutely. And absolutely. It's very proud to be involved. Yeah. And, 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 and she gets uh, the most pleasure from hearing story like yours mm. where, you know, what she's imparted and then suddenly you've taken it and then you've created this and you've gone on to create it. That, that really is the, you know, that is her motivation. For, so yeah, but awesome. Awesome. Mm. 
Beautiful, Vanessa. All right. Thank you. Well, thank you very much. Um, we're going to end off. It's uh, it's Friday. This has been the I Love Real Estate Success Show for today. So I hope everyone's really uh, enjoyed this session with Vanessa. Um, if um, please, um, yeah, leave those comments. I know that on Facebook, there's a lot been a lot of comments there. Vanessa, you might want to check that out and you can respond to a few of them. I think someone's even going, oh, there's a Bendigo group. I want to catch up with that group and the other ones. So, so yeah, please make a point of really um, making sure you connect with the community. Uh, it really as we've just discussed and Vanessa's, you know, kind of like shared as well. It's so nice to meet in person. It's a great way for you to really, you know, assist you in your own journey as well in, in so many different ways. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody on Facebook. Thank you, everyone, for joining. And also on Zoom, we're going to wrap it up. Have a fantastic Friday. Have a fantastic weekend. We do have for the Quantums and the Platinums Air cash flow coming up on Sunday. That's with the amazing uh, Narelle. She's going to be taking that one. So we will catch up with those of you who are going to join up on that one. Um, but Vanessa, thank you so much. We're going to wrap it up. Have a great afternoon. And um, for anyone around Newcastle, you want to Absolutely. catch up with Vanessa, the next monthly is coming up when? <laughs> March 21, 6 Put it in your diary. <laughs> Actually, Michael, you know what I challenge? Anyone who's joined... That's, we have people from Port Macquarie to Canberra attend. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So anyone who's joined, or, and even people that are out of area, but they want to buy in Newcastle area, I would say join up. It's Hunter, I, yeah, ILRE Facebook group. Um, but I know that on the momentum there are a few very new members who aren't members of the Hunter group yet. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So absolutely absolutely yeah so yeah in your local group connect up with those local groups and um if you want to know where it's under the community tab um of the members only website there's a link down there it gives you all the groups all around australia so jump on there it has all the links chances i will put the link into the comments on facebook as well so you can always connect up you do have to be obviously a student and i'll have really state to connect to those meetups and that way you've got you know it's 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 a, it's a student meetup group so yeah Okay. All right. All right. We'll, we'll end off. We'll end off. We're just after, we're just after, after the hour. So thank you so much. Have a fantastic afternoon, Vanessa. Much appreciated. Beautiful. We'll so, certainly see you at the next event and come and say hi at the next events as well. We'll end off there. Hey. See you. Bye. Okay. Bye everyone. See ya. <laughs>